Getting the opportunity to coach at Spash, it's not something that happens overnight. So when I say it was thought out and long-term, right time, right place, and it happened. Janelle McCarville is the next Spash Girls basketball head coach. If you don't know the McCarville name, look no further than her 2013 WNBA championship ring with the Minnesota Lynx. But her home is Stevens Point, and she's back to replace her former coach Craig Terpstra as the new Panther coach. We speak with her about her path from Point to the pros and back to home as she looks to lead the Panthers to glory this winter. You're listening to the WSAW Highlight Zone podcast. My first question to you, the, the next girls basketball head coach at SPASH, what does that mean to you? Um, I'm very excited to get back into the community, have an opportunity to pass along all the uh, knowledge and wisdom I've gained through the years, the experiences I've had, and hopefully inspire and push this next generation of young women uh, here at SPASH. How special is SPASH to you? Very close to my heart, you know, growing up in the community, going to school there, uh, being one of the first to take to the state championships uh my senior year you know we we established a lot um herp set good ground uh good footwork good foundation and you know able to come off of that i think i'm lucky to still have a chance to be in the community and give back like this to the program let's go back to the roots you kind of mentioned it there your, your high school career what's like what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about those high school days the fun I had, the memories made, uh, the friendships that had happened, the everything from winning on down. Uh, and I think that's, you know, really what I want to have the, my next role is to give the girls a chance to experience all of that. Give them basketball as a tool, learn from it, grow, develop teamwork, um, life skills in that aspect and push through. And, you know, you never know where basketball can take you. And I'm evidence of that. We uh, we knew where what you what became of your career, obviously in college and then uh, at the professional level. Who do you think was most important in in your youth of establishing that groundwork for you? Wow, that's a tough one. Uh, you know, uh, quite a bit actually starts at home. You know, the support my family gave me, my parents, um, just being truly supportive in whatever had happened. Never really diving into the coaching aspect of the game, just simply supporting. Um, and then numerous coaches along the way that, you know, guided me or gave me something here or there. Craig being one of those, um, all the few I've had at college, um, you know, luckily I've had good coaches along the way. I've learned a few things from the negative coaches on what not to do. And, and, and you know, like you can take something from every every situation. So very, very happy about that. Um, and, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's always those negative coaches, but I feel like every time we talk to you, I know my partner Ben Helwig talked to you a few weeks back. You you mentioned Coach Craig Terpstra, who obviously you are replacing at Spash. Um, how instrumental was he to this team back when you were in high school? Very. I mean, Craig is Spash girls basketball. He set the standard. He laid the groundwork. Um, the foundation is strong. He has been in the community and luckily uh, stayed close to me and brought me back when I came back into the area to uh, kind of guide me into the role I'm in now in my mind. Um, lucky to have him around and, you know, I'm following his baseball career now that he's still uh, at Spash and away from girls basketball, but 
uh, gives them a little bit more free time. Uh huh. Were you guys close in high school? Is that relationship built over the years as you've kept in touch? You know, it's hard to say. Uh, back then, I never knew what would become of our relationship or where it would go or how it would stay together. Um, you know, but I think the one thing that he did is he always pushed me, regardless of you know what was happening. He always pushed me as a player, as a person to improve, and I think I took that from him in terms of what needs to happen for me stepping into his his role now uh, and how I need to handle these young women. Mm -hmm. You left Spash, you go to Minnesota for four years, and you go to the WNBA, of course, the highlight. I'm sure, do you have the ring on, the WNBA championship ring? No, I don't walk around. No. I got a That's bad back. Well, well, you got the ring. You got. I, I know. I know. Ben. Ben saw it when uh, when he talked to you. But but throughout those years, you mentioned staying in, in touch with with Craig. How are you staying connected with the community at Spash throughout uh, your successful playing career? Um, try to get people from the hometown two games when I played in the WNBA. Uh, when I came back, we actually discussed how we could get some uh, the teams now to travel to Minnesota to attend a, a college game and experience some of the things that are involved with me being a part of it. Locker room tour, you know, gym tour, being able to look up and actually see the rafter hanging in the banners um, and just, you know, makes it all kind of hit home. So that was kind of a really big focus on what I wanted to be able to show these young, young women. Mm -hmm. Two questions here. One of them is just kind of a fun one because I'm from Minnesota. Um, was it difficult to become a Minnesota sports legend knowing that you're a Wisconsinite at heart? I'll answer that one right away. Absolutely not. You know, I think, uh, you know, the recruiting process and how it was back then is different than how it was now or how it is now. Um, you know, and I think uh, all things happen for a reason. I'm happy I crossed the border. I think, you know, it, it was it happened the way it was supposed to happen. And I'm a Minnesota Golden Gopher. And that is that. <laughs> Good things to say about the University of Wisconsin, though I can't lie. Just... <laughs> that's that's fair. <laughs> then here's the the positive side of that. You were still very close to home. Did that help stay connected to your home community, to your family, to to the program, and everything in between? Absolutely. You know, just crossing the border the way I did to Minnesota, um, it was two home games. You know, uh, when I came home to Wisconsin as well. So it was it was great in that aspect of. The local people, even though Minnesota is only four hours, Wisconsin or Madison, UW Madison is only two hours from us. So, you know, the majority of the family and close connections of the community got to stay with and see things. Uh, and then even WNBA aspect going to Minnesota, same way, you know, close to home, far enough away, but not too far. Mm -hmm. I know during your playing career, it's really hard to think about that next chapter when you're really thinking about the now. But when was the point when you thought maybe I? could coach after this. Maybe I could have a career in staying in basketball beyond my playing days. Well, I was in Sweden uh, in 2017 playing, and uh, I decided to get into coaching. I ended up getting my certificate there, and I played and coached at the same time. Uh, for three years, I coached a U15 team, um, then obviously the U16, U17. And then when that expired, I became the assistant coach on – my um on the team i played for so i played coached and then was assistant coach on the men as well so then that all happened for that year and halfway through at christmas my coach got fired and i became the head coach of the team i played on so it's been in the process now for a while it's not just a you know a willy-nilly move on spash's part uh it's been thought out methodical and i am where i need to be at this moment
You say thought out and methodical. How long have the gears been churning on this? In my mind, a long time. It, you know, not really talked about, but obviously understanding Craig can't do this forever. Um, and, you know, obviously not trying to push him out in any way, shape or form, but uh, being a part of what he was last year, me being JV coach um, and wanting to get into it now. Of course, Stevens Point, Central Wisconsin is home. So in my thought, I will always be here and getting the opportunity to coach at Spash. I mean, that's it's not something that happens overnight. So when I say it was thought out and long term, you know, that's kind of the thought is, you know, right time, right place. Um, and it happened. And by long term, does that go back to your time in Sweden as a coach there? Or did that happen once you came back to the States and, and became an assistant coach? Once I started to understand what it was, I knew I would want to be at home here in central Wisconsin. Therefore, you know, there's only a few opportunities in that situation. Um, Spash, you know, girls basketball is the great next step because it's not at the highest level and it's at uh, a level I can give where the girls can receive everything I have to say and put it into play. Mm -hmm. If you were to talk to high school you and say, hey, you're going to become the coach of this team someday, would that have, would your high school self believe you? Uh, you know, that's hard to say. Maybe. I mean, as a player, you know, I never really thought about being a coach. As my career progressed, I became, um, the more I played and the better coaches I had, I became a player coach on the court, uh, could relay the messages that needed to happen, you know, so I guess coaching just kind of progressed as my career progressed. Um, and then again, going from player to coach, how well can I tell the girls or teach them what I know how to do and emphasize it enough for them to grasp it and take it for them to incorporate and improve to come back as an assistant coach last year what did you learn in that one year especially working right under craig knowing that you were probably going to be that long-term replacement after he left uh you know honestly at that point i didn't even know that it was going to be what it is um i thought it would take years to have this uh unfurl the way it did but you know as much as i could i just watched listened and learned as uh, as practices happened, I held my own JV practices. I would be a part of varsity when possible. And, I mean, we had meetings and discussions. And uh, even coaches through the years have semi-prepared me for this moment of taking over. Did it feel natural? Yeah. I mean, very natural. Uh, the only thing that's not natural is the paperwork and working with a computer. This is the first time I've been a computer in 10 years. I have not worked with uh, Google Documents, Excel, or you know spreadsheets, so I'm a little slow on the on the uptake here. But <laughs> oh, let's talk about that real quick because I know we were talking about it before we we started this interview. You were telling me all the things that Craig does behind the scenes throughout the year. Just how much did he do, and how much do you have to pick up what he what he left? You know, like I, I talked about the foundation, I mean, he has been doing this for quite some time and has laid out very, he knows how to do it. It's not, you know, set in stone, but it is done and it's done with uh, efficiency. Documents, I mean, like I said, I don't know anything about computers and I'm struggling learning my Excels to Word to, you know, Google spreadsheets. Um, I will give Craig lots of credit. Terp, you've done a great job with this program. You threw lots of paperwork at me, and I'm learning on the fly, but I appreciate all the help along the way. Uh, and he's still right there. He's still the baseball coach. He's still around the school. Do you feel like there are big shoes to fill? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I mean, he's set the precedent. 
conference uh, championship here and there. You know, I think teams under underestimated the team this year, and he was able to get the best out of the the athletes we had. And as another coach, I was impressed to sit back and watch and hear how he motivated and some of the ways he, you know, went about his business and meetings he had. So um, definitely, he he knew what he was doing. I, mm-hmm. I, even though I have big feet. <laughs> going going forward, Coach McCarville next season. I feel like you know, as a as a high school kid looking up at this, you know, WNBA uh, former WNBA player won a won a championship. I, that that can be kind of daunting for a player. What do you do as a coach? And I, I'm sure you learned a little bit last year as an assistant coach to to be just Coach McCarville and not this former WNBA player. Truthfully, just interact be who you are be myself um you know i'm not trying to be on a pedestal for the most part i definitely don't even want it about me i just want these girls to have the opportunity that i had and i'm gonna work my hardest to give that to them so if they're you know nervous to come to the program or nervous for that first day of practice you know okay but ultimately i am just another person trying to you know put them in position to be successful Last question I have for you. How cool is it going to be when you guys play your first game next season and you're going to be the head coach? It's going to be super awesome. I can't wait. I already said I've never wished summer. Like, I never wish a day away, but I wish it was already opening day, first practice type of thing. But um, I'm really looking forward to it. I hope it's packed. You know, have good fan support, good community support, and, uh, you know, ultimately get that win. It will be fun to watch her on the sidelines this year, but we'll let her get back to some of that paperwork she had going on. I appreciate Janelle, and best of luck to the Panthers this season. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.